You do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you, too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking design just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC. Yo, what's happening with what's happening? Welcome to What's Happening. I'm Brad. I'm Fred. It's the show we talk about what's happening. What's happening with you, bro? Not much, not much, bro. Just, you know, you know, just maintaining right now, man. Ain't got too much going on. Work, you know, picking up, back to school time, you know, getting in the movie business. It's folks needing trucks all over the place. Folks just moving regular, you know, back to school, different projects, you know, people building up and whatnot. So you got folks moving to different cities. So it's just been been real work heavy lately, for real, for real. What's good with you, though? Yeah, you probably got to, like, I never thought about it like that. You probably got to move people into, like, their college dorms and whatnot, or maybe their apartments. Negative, Ghost Rider. I ain't putting my hands on nobody's stuff. Do you hear me? I ain't, nah. I, you know what I mean, dog. Come on, don't do me like that. Nah, I, I ain't got no parts in none of that. Matter of fact, don't call me because I can't get you no discount. Uh, don't I can't guarantee you no truck. I mean, I can, I can reserve you one. For your day and time, but somebody will call and schedule that with you. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> ain't ain't none of that, bro. I, I'm now. I tell you what, if you a small business and uh, you looking to help add a little more to your bottom line with no out of pocket costs, and you want to become a U-Haul dealer, I'll let your boy. I tell you how that go down. You know what I mean? They pay you, facilitate reservations, supply you with all the equipment, and they take out the cost out of your commission. So you know. It ain't really a bad idea. Sounds like a yeah. hustle to me. Hey, it's cancel at any time. No fee. Hey. <laughs> I like that. No, man, I'm I'm good, man. I'm chilling. I um just had just ended the work week. I'm off. Well, I'm off tomorrow. I got a I got a little work event. It's work, but it's it's a charity event that I'm doing on Wednesday, so that's gonna be dope. But man, just you know, it's kind of the same thing, and I'm you know trying to get myself organized for a trip. I got to go down to Memphis next month. Got to go check on mom, Dukes. Yeah, I can dig it. Hey, no matter how far she go, I always going to go see. Look here, I got to. Got What's to go. Got to go see her. <laughs> with, with my mama, with my with my grandmother, man. That, that, they're, my, that's, they're my elders. That's who I got left. I got to go check them out. Indeed, indeed. Family, everything. Yeah. Uh, Hey, speaking about family, and since we're going to talk on it, you know what I'm saying? Segway. Yeah. <laughs> Vince McMahon left the company to, to his daughter. You know what I mean? They they look like they out there trying to move pieces, trying to hide some things. Man, what's, what's going on, bro? You know, that's your world. So I'm, I'm going <laughs> to let you indulge on that first. But, yeah. All right. So... First off, let me get a little bit of let me let me give a little bit of backstory. So about about two two and a half months ago, uh, we did an episode where we had Brittany. Shout out to Brittany from Unapologetically Black. 
Never Broken, Always Empowered, the longest podcast name in the world. But shout out to those guys over there. Brittany came over and we had a discussion about, um, you know, kind of some perceived racism uh, within that organization and kind of the history and sexism. And it was just not great conversation to have, right? To have to, to feel like we had to have based on some things that have happened, right? About a month after that, uh, some more some more drama creaked out of the out of World Wrestling Entertainment, where um, the longtime owner and CEO and chairman of the board, Vince McMahon, um, came out that he paid out some hush money that he was uh he was out there doing some uh, extra marital consensual smashing. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> the way you put that was like it's like you've been using that for a while. Um, well, I guess it started off as consensual and then it became very ugly, uh, very not great. Um, and then as time progressed, well, so that story came out. Does it ever, I mean, like it always starts out great, but it always ends up shitty. Well, when that story first dropped, it was, um, it was an office level talent. First off, the story came that. She got hired in at um, $100,000 a year. And then suddenly her salary was raised to $200,000 a year. <laughs> um, and then it was not great. Um, and then she was paid $3 million to walk away and to not say anything. I guess her friend leaked the story to the Wall Street Journal, if I remember correctly. And if there's anybody in the comments that can uh, correct me, feel free to do so as well. And by the way, we appreciate you folks for rocking with us live. Um, for sure. um, I believe the story was leaked to the Wall Street Journal, not by the victim, but by a friend of the victim. Um, and we don't know who that victim is. Um, it was reportedly a paralegal. Um, and then the board... The board of directors, WWE is a publicly traded company. The board of directors began to investigate. Uh, while they were investigating, this man stepped away from his role as CEO and as uh, chairman of the board. So he stepped away from those duties. He was still just running the TV show product, just the creative. And then while that happened, turns out it was about 15 or 16 million. Over the last 16 years, I think that was the numbers, 15 million over the last 16 years. So we've been paying a lot of hush money for a lot of smashing over the uh, better part of the uh, of the last two decades. So um, fast forward to this past week on Friday, stock markets closed at 4 p.m. And I just told you guys, if you didn't know, that WWE is a publicly traded company. Uh, stock markets closed at 4 p.m. At 4.05 p.m., Vince McMahon tweets, I'm 77 years old, and I'm paraphrasing. I'm 77 years old. It's time to retire. Thanks for everything. So he waited until it was all said and done, like with the stock market, so people couldn't sell off and the company couldn't tank. Because, by the way, he is still the majority, single majority shareholder of the company. Yeah, uh, well, he was like 30-something percent. Yeah, I... To be clear, he's the largest shareholder at 32%. He's not a majority, but he is the largest shareholder of the company. Correct. So um, he waited until the stock markets were closed, announced his retirement, 
gave the company a whole lot of time to get the news out. There's a new CEO, new 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 president, new organist, right? So, you know, we kind of been talking about it, just kind of back and forth in chat. But you know, now, what are your thoughts with this whole situation after it's come together and come to the light? Well, first thing I want to say is if there is any, let me not go there. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I might add it in at the end, but I know somebody's going to say that age is going to play the, the hugest factor in it. But, you know, I mean, they're giving out ridiculous numbers, you know, so for, for, for crimes in this area. I just wonder if he get 30 years or, you know, is that too excessive for him too? But um, nonetheless, um, to me, you know, it sounds like a lot of people's known this has been going on. Uh, you know, it's nothing new to his character. Uh, he's been using his family to hide it for years. Uh, so, it, he's really just getting what's coming to him. And, and if you can't really see lately, this is all that's been in the media. <clears throat> this is this is the biggest thing that you see going across the media. You know what I'm saying? Going out there, getting those folks that's, you know what I'm saying, um, using, I guess, their status or their power to, you know, have affairs or or get with you know women that they usually probably wouldn't be with or be messing with so i mean essentially he's getting what's coming to him i i can't say you know what i'm saying that it's all fair but in the same sense of things i am kind of curious um was it contractual for the three million to not say anything you know, and how does that work out if it was con contractual to not be able to say anything to walk away? Um, for that to be leaked out means you said something. So, you know, that, I'm wondering how that how that works and will this become a you know something that gets flipped on the victim? Um so yeah, I, I you know, that's a point that I hadn't thought about. So the only other, so it was an NDA. Obviously, the friend told someone, right? Um, obviously, the friend told her friend, and so she could. I, I could see a scenario. Here's the thing: this McMahon has a net worth of two point two billion dollars with a B, billion. Did not see that. Yeah. So he has the capability to, it, should he decide to sue her, um, the court of law isn't necessarily about what's true and what's not true. It's well, about what you can it. prove, right? <laughs> and when you when you have a net worth of $2.2 billion with a B, you can afford any kind of attorney that's out there. You know what I'm saying? So I could see a scenario where, should he decide to take her to court, he would win. That's and that's what I was wondering. You know what I mean? That's what kind of had me a little um concerned with the situation because not only not only like it's just it's kind of weird as well because 
I sent you something um, about behind the scenes guy. Let's just say that because I can't even remember the guy's name, but he's one of those um, next top uh, stakeholders. Um, and I, I'm curious as well as is he really or people really seeing him possibly quitting or stepping down because him and Stephanie McMahon don't get along or does he have something to do with, you know what I'm saying, what happened? Are you saying um, the co-CEO, Nick Khan? I think I think that's what you're saying? Yeah. So I was thinking about that this morning. So they were named – so Nick Khan is this guy that like nobody knows. He, he came out of nowhere. He's helped them strike all sorts of deals and has greatly contributed to the company. He climbed up the ranks real fast, and he was the president of the company. Um, so now he and Stephanie, which is Vince's daughter – are co-CEOs. I have to imagine a scenario where where when this man will be 77 years old next month. Right. Um, I have to imagine a scenario that when this uh, man ultimately does pass away, and it might be a long time from now because those McMahons live and they live and they live. Um, but when he passes away, his shares of the company. He only has two children, his daughter, Stephanie, and his son, Shane, right? Yeah. I have to imagine a scenario where his shares would go to the children so that even though she might be co-CEO, if she She's has yeah. majority shares plus the shares that she has herself, she would be the not having... I, I could see a scenario. I don't know how many shares she has or what her percentage is worth, but I could see a scenario where she is not a plurality owner, but a majority owner of the company. I think that even the title is co-CEO, I think she's good to go because her daddy still owns the biggest piece of the company and he's 77 years old. So with that, there, you know, there's talks about, because you mentioned it, their stock has went up. Um, not only did it go up, but they're thinking that the reason it went up is because there may be talks of selling it once everything has, you know what I'm saying, settled, because they're talking about also that Vince McMahon has 2.2 million of un, um, not going to say unclaimed, but basically payouts that wasn't spoken for in the initial um, report. And they're still, and they're still waiting on um, some of these answers from you do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you, too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking designed just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC. Some of the reports from I think like 2019, 2021, and uh, yeah, they have to. Well. I saw that that drop just a little bit ago. They've got to like rework some of their financial statements because some of the things that some of the ways that he spent money, it should have been marked as expense expenses, but it was marked as payments, something like that. They have to fix the re the reporting to be you know legal and and to be all up in the good with that. 
that's like beyond me. Um, but like, and that's the part where it's getting weird is because when this story first came out, it was he was using his own money in these NDAs. So why do they got to fix this corporate money that he spent suddenly? So like, this might get this might get bad. It might get crazy. It already well, got crazy. If, if they dig deep enough, I'm sure you're gonna find more people and 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 more money. I mean, that's usually how it goes. It, well, because that's the thing. It was the board of directors said, "What is this? We got to investigate it." Now the SEC is investigating it as well exactly. because, yeah, it, it's a major publicly traded corporation, and if he's misusing the public's money. Yeah, it's about to be, whoo, it's about to get ugly. <laughs> well, hey, we, you know, we may finish that at, at a, at a later time when we get more details of that. But yeah, it was, it was just interesting because there was a lot of moving pieces to it. So it, I think it's going to be hard to sort out as well. But at the same time, like you said, it can get ugly, it can get deep, um, you know, you're probably going to get more people to come out. You know, Me Too, Me Too movement is is still in full effect and, and in charge. So. Well, and then so another thing that's been kind of like another thing that people have been talking about over the last two years, you know, they always tend to do like these two big rounds of, of budget cuts. Like one is always seems to be like in the spring shortly after WrestleMania, so like early to mid-April, you see a bunch of guys get cut, and then you typically see it again at some point in the fall as well. Now, people might get cut just at any point, give for anything, but you typically see a big round of cuts around like two big points of the year. But like the last two years, it's been massive, crazy cuts. It kind of made sense when it happened in 2020 because that was COVID. They didn't have fans, so they weren't pulling, you know, ticket sales and, and merchandise sales and things of that nature, right? So, like, that made sense. And then it just got weird. But then, so they created the WWE Network in 2014 um, where they just housed, like, all of their shows and all of their production. Not all, but, like, the super majority of it. And then all of their pay-per-views, instead of being on, like, you know, paying $49.99, $59.99 for the pay-per-view, you would just pay the $10 a month and you had access to every pay-per-view whenever they showed it live. It just didn't matter, right? They sold that network to Peacock, right? And if I remember correctly, Peacock bought it for, like, $2 billion. So instead of having your own network, you just get the Peacock app now. And then you you got all your wrestling content there. Um, so after they after they made that massive sale, that just happened just in uh, early 2021, if, if memory serves me correctly. So when that happened, people are looking like, yo, like, why are all these people getting cut for budget cuts after you just sold this thing for $2.2 billion? And like, it just doesn't make sense. So then this story comes out, but this is what people, that's what I'm saying. This is a storyline. It, it starts to make sense that you're getting these massive uh, pay cuts because of COVID, but then this massive multi-billion dollar deal happens and you see more cuts happening behind it and it doesn't make sense. Then the story comes out that people are getting cut, but he's literally shelling out money for NDAs. And then the story comes out that he's shelling out 
multiple million. I think it was either it was either four women or six women over the last sixteen years that he's paid NDAs to, up to like fifteen million. A lot of money. Yeah, buddy. So more to come there, but you know. When you're a billionaire, you can afford them type of rendezvous, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like you can afford it, but it ain't legal. <laughs> I mean, it ain't legal, but and that and that's one thing, you know what I'm saying? And you know, cancer culture might hate us for this, but hate me. Hate you, hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we we always on two different sides of the coin with, with, with certain things, but you know. If they knew what they were getting into, like I, I want to know, like, was this like some forced activity, or is this just, you know, just a bunch of blackmail activity? Like, because y'all know who he is, you know he's married, you know his family, you know the whole the whole scope of things. So why is you really getting paid because you're doing what essentially you wanted to do in the first place? What what is really, you know, what I mean, what's the incentive incentive? You know what I'm saying? Like the NDA was for harassment, not to keep quiet about the cheating. Cheating is not illegal. It's amoral, but it's not illegal. It's exactly. Not illegal. Well, depending on where you at. You know what I mean? Because cheating could be, you know, in certain states is illegal. Well, his company operates out of New York. It ain't illegal there for him to cheat. No. Uh, <laughs> so so my thing is like, I mean, because me truthfully, if I'm Vince. I ain't paying a motherfucking soul. Tell who you want to. You did it. You, I did it. We did it. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Who cares about the cheating? I mean, I'm and, and like, don't get me wrong. What I'm saying there. What I'm saying is, from a business perspective, yeah. the cheating simply doesn't matter. It's the harassment part that's that's problematic. And then so he's paying these NDAs what, what to become, cover up the harassment. And this what, is kind of where. Go ahead. That's a fine line, though. Where, where are you going to come with harassment if if this person is normally sleeping with this man? So are you saying he harassed you into sleeping with him? He harassed you out your drawers? Is that what you're trying to tell me? No, that's not what I'm telling you. But see, you can't go that far because we don't know what happened. Obviously, I, and that, something you're happened, right. Something happened where it went from being consensual to being harassment. And like where that happened, and this has obviously happened somewhere between four and six times. So it's something about his behavior where he gets in there, he they they give it up to him. He's an old man, but he's filthy, stinking rich. They, they, they get involved. That's the generation. Everybody want a sugar daddy. I, but, I, I guarantee you right now, there's a hundred more of us that's like, shit, they stupid. But if it turns into harassment, that's the part where we can't, we can't figure, we can't piss, we can't. I need more detail. That. I need more detail because she signed an NDA. We're not going to get more details. <laughs> then why did the cat get out the bag now? I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, her friend like, snitched. Her friend snitched. <laughs> so she snitched. I mean, it had to leave her lips first in order for anybody to know. So I therefore, she owe she owe down. She owe down, you know what I mean? Like it, she probably gonna get sued by the old man, by her sugar daddy, because she shouldn't have told her friend. She should have said, "Bitch, don't worry about it. I got this money because I was wrestling. That's it. That's all." I'm not. About to... <laughs> I don't believe in cancel culture, but 
if it, if if it exists, you finna get canceled, and that's gonna be you. What Fred says does not represent the views of Brad Robinson <laughs> or what's, what's happening. happening. <laughs> what's happening, media? None of that. <laughs> Fred Scott represents the the feelings and thoughts and opinions of Fred Scott, <laughs> not Fred Scott Jr. <laughs> Wait, not Fred Scott. <laughs> and I and I'm finna get a free promo too. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, you know. But hey, these little joints right here, they just hit the street. They little Debbie Snicker do the cream pie. <laughs> Fire. Hey, I had to throw that out there because you see me snacking on one here in a second. I don't you was know. not out here, you was not out here promoting cream pies after we just talked about MDAs. Come on, bro. Hey, I had to though. Like <laughs> <laughs> it took you a minute. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. See, this is what I got to deal with, y'all. Businesses do this when trying to buy a company, negotiate a deal down, oldest trick in the book. Well, I mean, Elijah, now that you say it, it sounds like that they might be up for sale. I heard the likes of uh, Netflix and Amazon and a few other groups and buyers like that is uh, interested in them. Their stock is up, so... If you're looking for a payout or, or something that may be lucrative, you know, if you can catch the next dip, it may be worth it. Who knows? It may go up higher than this, depending on what all we find out here in the weeks and months to come. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it, it's, listen, at, mm, we going to find out. It's it, it, The SEC is, is tapping in to figure out what's oh, going yeah. on in there. That's we going to find yeah, out. You going to know. <laughs> it's gonna all come through. <laughs> so, um, Brittany Griner, we we touched on that um, after we did our Women Making History series. We touched on that briefly in the uh, we did a bonus episode. She was arrested in Russia in February. Yep. She was caught with cannabis oil in the airport. She was on her way back to the states presumably to get ready for the current WNBA season. She was arrested, and she has since been arrested. she was over there to play. Yeah, but she was over there to play, but she was she was on her way home when she got arrested. Mm. She was on her way home. Uh, she was... I misunderstood that. I thought she was, you know what I'm saying, just landing there. No, she was trying to get, she was trying to get back here. So... She has been in jail the entire time. She's appeared in court. She has pled guilty. And she faces up to 10 years in prison. Yo. That's wild sauce. Like, I ain't... I mean, I guess... I don't know what they tell me or what they're doing, but I, I'm not pleading no guilty. You know what I'm saying? Because to me, this is more of just... Uh, a governmental format for what they trying to work out. You know what I'm saying? I think they just caught a chance to try to use something as leverage. You know what I'm saying? Because see, other countries are smart. They're not dumb to America. They're not, you know what I'm saying, like just out here just doing shit for no reason. They didn't keep her just on some, oh, you know, let's, let's just keep her because she broke the law. You know what I'm saying? They they kept her because they knew, you know what I'm saying, that they could play on the strings of people, 
she she plays a, a small icon, you know what I'm saying, into what's over here and then plus what's going on with the movement, you know what I mean, like for women's basketball and, and just women rights and equality, like it's, I think that was just a bit, a big piece to it, but you know, they, they didn't do that for no reason. I'm pretty sure there's hundreds of folks that then went through with hashish oil and, you know what I'm saying, vape pens and whatnot. I think that was a strategic move once they caught the right person. You know what I mean? Maybe she did forget it because, you know, everybody say, oh, she didn't forgot it in her pants. But maybe she didn't did it a hundred times like, you know, some people have. So when we talked about this uh, back in... in uh late March, early April, you're saying what I, what I was saying then, but then you're like, no, nah, it's probably deeper than that, bro. <laughs> so what made you change your mind? Because, you know, looking from a standpoint of what's going on, you know, the war that, you know, Ukraine and Russia have been having, then they throwing people into play like arms dealers and, you know, different things. It, you just got to start looking at it for what it is and how long this have drawn out. You know, the people that they're starting to call on. Like, you know how, like, they're almost like you look at it like a family thing. Like, you know, like somebody get into a situation that may not always get into situations or whatnot. And there's like a hierarchy that they know, like, okay, if, if it gets this bad, I'm calling so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Folks is calling upon folks that, you know what I'm saying, you don't call unless it's a it's a 9-11, you know what I'm saying, situation. You do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking designed just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC. And, and so, like, when you start analyzing it from a standpoint of there, and then you look at different countries and the strategic moves they play, most countries is more strategic than it is anything. You know what I mean? I think we're the only country that really just run around willy-nilly, just like, eh, it might work, it might not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we, we just a little more carefree than most countries. And, and because we have the rights that has given us to be a little more carefree than other countries. So when you look at things like that, you got to say, I think this is more strategic. You know what I'm saying? This is outside of, you know what I'm saying, our control. And there's things that, you know, that we won't understand that's going into play into this. You know what I mean? When you got the government saying, hey, we're pulling every string we can to get her home. They ain't never had this much trouble trying to get nobody home from an incident overseas. So, to 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 add some light to some of the points that you made, um, you were saying that you know you wouldn't have confessed, uh, you wouldn't have pled guilty under no circumstances, basically. 
I literally just read about eh, 20 minutes before you and I got on on air um, an article from Fox News, and it was basically saying that her pleading guilty might actually speed along the process and where, you know, what may happen is that she may get a guilty conviction um, and then get time in prison. And then what will happen is, is that it helps speed along the process because she pled guilty. It's not a, 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 an elongated trial. Just get your conviction. And then they can work out a swap. They can work out the swap, get the, you know, she'll spend some time in, in an American prison for whatever person they're going to give her. And then Biden can potentially, the article didn't say this, but ideally what would happen is, is that she spent a little bit of time in prison here in the States. And then, you know, Biden at the end of, you know, 2024, if he somehow gets reelected in 2028, at the end of 2028, he would give her a pardon and let her go at that point. Yeah, one, that's too risky for me. I don't know if I'm going to take that risk because that's theoretical. It could go like that. But then yeah. again, you know what I'm saying? Putin's like, nah, nah. nah right. Stuck here on a guilty plea. Now, the other the other part to your point, which you, you mentioned that they're talking about an arms dealer. I was listening to something maybe two weeks ago yeah, where... about or something. Yeah, I forget his name, but this guy, he sold... He's here in, in the prison somewhere in the state, uh, in the States, and he was selling weapons to terrorists in like 2011, 2013, somewhere in that time frame. And Putin's like, yeah, give me him. So Biden's right now, um, you know, he could let a someone who sold weapons to terrorists, to known terrorists, he could let that person go. But the thing is, we don't negotiate. As America, we're not going to negotiate for no tariffs. We're not going to give up no tariffs, from my from my understanding. Right, right. Like that would be very, it'd be very atypical. But like that's what, what that's what Putin he wants get, right now. He wouldn't get reelected in twenty four for goddamn so. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> he got enough going against him. You add that to the top of the plate, boy. <laughs> what what Gambino say? This is America. <laughs> Try that too if you want to. <laughs> it'd be your last. It'd be your last election, your last run, your last anything. You might as well just start going and play golf out the White House. It, it's over with. I might as well go ahead and let you have it since we own it anyway. President Biden did get COVID. President Biden did get COVID. Mm-hmm. What difference does that make for him? Well. He's vaccinated, boosted, and I know you anti-vax and you don't believe in COVID, so I'm, I'm gonna let you go at it. Listen, <laughs> don't smile, <laughs> don't smile. That better be the goodness of that snickerdoodle cream pie. That better not be a happy Listen, smile with COVID. This is the second one, so you know this motherfucker like, but <laughs> it's the third one. If hey, I'm little Debbie, we need a check. Hey, I'm telling you, because, hey, it's the third one. If we're talking about the one I had before we went on air. He's but. smacking this bad boy on video in front of 10,000 viewers. I, I wouldn't care if, if it was, listen, you know me. I ain't got no shame in my game. But, like, it could be America themselves. I wouldn't care. But when it comes to the whole vaccination thing and talking about any of that, 
I ain't even like my point's proven. We we a year and some from COVID. If you catch it right now, they're gonna give you whether you vaccinated or not five days till you get retested, and we just gonna go on. It is it is now you just basically caught a strand of the flu. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. We ain't tripping about the folks who ain't vaccinated no more. We ain't tripping about the folks who ain't wearing masks no more. It's a, I don't care, you know what I'm saying, who got it, who didn't. I, my point was proven. It'll all go away. Everybody running around out here dramatic, like, oh, we we got to, like, we, we need to, you know, help one another and families. And ah, kill me with that bullshit. Period. Everybody fine. We live in life. You know what I'm saying? Just just face it. They 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 talked y'all into going and getting a little, you know what I'm saying, extra juice to do nothing different. Your life didn't change, my life didn't change, with the juice or without it. No, I'm a 100 percent disagree with you there. Cause I mean, I'm not gonna put all the business out there, but you know, my wife got COVID three months ago. It's still messing her up. And now these long COVID stories are really, really, really popping out. I was just talking to somebody on Friday. They got COVID um, early 2021. Mm-hmm. Still can't smell. Here's my thing, though. Is your lady vaccinated? Mm-hmm. Hey, I know a lady that's vaccinated with boosters. She didn't call it four times. Yeah. We're not going to get into the vaccine mandate episode again. Good God. I, that was the hour 40 minutes. <laughs> it was, all I'm saying is, you, at this point, it's a lot harder to prove the need of vaccination and boosters than it is to say, bro. No, the, the, the we're death, not going to get into the conversation. Well, we're not going to. Hey, listen. <laughs> Look, you might as well just let it go. No, because I'm not going to let that lab. You're going to say it's not a difference. You can look at the death rates between non-vaccinated and vaccinated. It's a stark difference. Okay. That's that's what they tell you. Unless you... But see, but wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Because you can't say that's what they tell you and then say this is what's proven. Listen, I'm going off of the people I know, the people I talk to. Okay. I ain't ain't going off the... You ain't going off the stats. The mass numbers that they say that they've taken this from, because like they like we know from just the vaccination Ooh. test, from the vaccination test, it was it was a lot of fakes of them. Folks but wait, sending wait, wait. in sending in empty test kids still coming back with uh, I'm a, got got COVID. I'm putting like this. I'm just I'm putting like this. Ow. You said you going off of what you hear and not off the data, right? Yes. That's what you yeah. said, right? Okay, all right, all right. As long as that's out there, we can move on to the next topic and, right. and not have this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, you know, it, if it was by data, it would be skewed and flawed anyway, so it wouldn't matter. Let's go. So. Anyway, <laughs> anyway I feel like that's a good segue. <laughs> Don't know how, but watch how. But uh, this segue to go in and talk about, you know, this uh, – Sesame Place and the, these, you know, views of people being racially mistreated, especially from a video I seen where they just high five, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a non, uh, you know, African American or a colored person or however you like to describe your brown people. 
colored person. <laughs> hey, my uncle was like colored, but yeah. Um, just high five the you know a, a Caucasian person, and then just told these cute little, I think they were like six and seven year old girls, no, <laughs> no, can't give you a high five yeah. for one. You're in a suit. You can't even get cooties, man. You can't get no germ. You can't get none of that. You're in a the suit. They're not going to get you no COVID. Hey, it's, better, it's better than a mask. You got a full body 360 protection with a bro, little screen over your nose. Bro, you got something that's back in the, <laughs> the podcast. What's this going to be mad as hell at you? <laughs> like, dang, we're going down the road. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying. Real talk, like, what was the reason behind it? Here, here's my other thing. If that was Disney World, if that was the good cedar of the point, <laughs> I ain't never worked for them folks, but the job, the job, you know, detail and the stories that I hear, you can't even smile. I mean, not smile on camera get caught not smiling or having a pleasant day in this park no that i can as somebody who did work at cedar point for a very long time i can tell you that would never happen there they had a <laughs> but like they had a a zero t- hate uh tolerance policy when i started there in 2005 back when you know most of the world wasn't caring about that like it was like no racism no homophobia no sexism, no harassment, nothing. If we hear about it, if we catch you, it's OVA for you. You out of here, period. Point blank in a period. It wasn't going to happen. So, like, at, a, at like Cedar Point, would never happen. I mean, this was just how, like, you treat your coworkers, no less how you treat your, your, your guests. Yes. <laughs> the people hey, they, that are spending the money. They done humiliated you at Cedar Point. You tried that with a guest. Man. <laughs> your, you wouldn't, hey. These folks in Pennsylvania wouldn't have to worry about asking for a resignation or a fire. Oh, they'd have got to see it live in color that day. Yeah, and then so for those of you that that maybe don't know all the full details of the story, um, Sesame Place. <laughs> first off, it's not owned by Sesame Street or the parent company yeah. of Sesame Street. None of that. It's not affiliated. It's a licensing thing. Basically, the way that that works is, is you know, if you get Spider Man to come to your kid's birthday. It's not Marvel Comics sending out Spider-Man. It's not Sony sending out Spider-Man. It's some dude with a suit that's got the rights to to make money wearing that suit, right? That's what Sesame Place is. They have a license to, you know, dress up and 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 be Sesame Street characters and things of that nature. So it's a park in Ohio in Pennsylvania. I'm sorry. Um, I think it's in the Pittsburgh area. I don't know where it is exactly. I'd never heard of it before this. Um Rosita, the person that's in the Rosita costume is high-fiving and hugging, you know, white children. The black kids come up, waves the finger off and says, no, no, and and literally just, no, we don't want nothing to do with you, right? Um, The problem is that this story hit the social media waves, and rather than addressing the issue, Sesame Place said, no, 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 this isn't what happened. They can't see the children (laughs) when they're in the costumes, I, I I ain't wore too many costumes in my day. But listen. But I kind of feel like no. 
bro, the whole point of the costumes for the kids. Exactly. Ain't no adult there to see Rosita. For one, she ain't even no main character that most people <laughs> remember growing up. You I know what I'm saying? And right, because when you said, I'm like, who is that? That ain't no Big Bird. That ain't no Cookie Monster. Big Bird. Bird Ernie. No, Oscar. Yeah, Oscar the Grass. None of that. Like, That's so, about it for me. For one, ain't nobody even come to see Rosita for you to have a stinking ass attitude and not even, you know what I'm saying, show the girls no attention. Number two, the, these there's been folks been wearing costumes for years for kids' parties. That's about the piss, most piss-poor excuse you could ever use for yeah. an amusement park that is supposed to be there servicing the likelihood of creating childhood memories for little kids. Yeah. I do remember that, um, you know, when I worked at Cedar Point, people would wear the different, you know, Peanuts characters' costumes, and they would have someone with them to kind of, like, guide them because those suits are big and kind of awkward to walk in. So, right. like, when somebody's walking out as Charlie Brown, there's a person right with them holding their hand as Charlie Brown, and then they're in that dedicated spot to greet children, to hug children, things of that nature. But if you're yeah. in a costume where you can walk, it's because you can see you're not in danger. You're not at risk of getting hurt. You're not at risk of walking into children, into other people, maybe in wheelchairs, maybe injured, whatever yeah. the case may be. Because if you couldn't see, you shouldn't be walking just aimlessly you'll like that. It is a, wrong, it's sure. a safety hazard, right? Yeah. So... If your excuse is that they couldn't see it's oh, so you just let them walk around not being able to see? Well, they walk into a into, I mean, it's it's an outside park, so it can rain. What if they walk into a a, a drain? Or not a, a sewer. What if they yeah. walk into a bench? It's a park. Yeah, anything. How, how do they even get back to their destination? Exactly. So, ne so next thing, when you have a male in a woman's restroom, I, I couldn't see. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? But but now, oh wait, wait, hold on. That just worked for the last Johnny who didn't see the two black little girls. But now it don't work for me. Right. Oh, I, I oh I knew good and well which sign I walked past. Right. Yeah, that was that was, you, you, just a that was just a blanket statement that was just quick and. You know, okay, let us just try to save some face. It's not going to be that big of a deal. Yeah. Now it's been blown up, and they're going to have to make a real statement. Yeah. So how do you recant that statement and come back and say, well? Yeah, and, and to me, it's a deeper conversation about racism. Like, there are people that have friends and family members and things that, and people that they know and that they associate with that say racist things. Oh, they're not, they're not really like that. They're just, they just are, they just have an old way of thinking or whatever kind of BS excuse, right? If you were a rep, this would not be a reputable, this would not be a big story if Sesame Place would have said, we absolutely abhor, and this is why I say cancel culture doesn't exist. Because if Sesame Place would have come out and said, hey, this is not something that's allowed, we have terminated this employee, we, uh, we, we greatly apologize to the family. We personally apologize to the family as well. This wouldn't be a story. It wouldn't be a big story. Maybe maybe the video would have went viral anyway. But it would already be done and over with. 
if Sesame Place would have apologized for it. That's why I say cancel culture doesn't exist. It's about how you handle it when your situation comes out. Well, yeah, it's, and it's about the initial handling. You know what I mean? It's not if you if you handle it right there on the spot, it's over with. No one's gonna say nothing. Yep. You, you know what I mean? But the fact that you try to sweep it under the rug is what creates the mm-hmm. backlash. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because you know, in in the same token, like you, like you said, if, if they would came out and and kind of said almost anything besides what they did say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and because see, here's the thing. That even if they would have said we're conducting an investigation, like even if they would have said that. Listen, this person will not be working in costumes no more, whatnot. Because here's my thing. And and you know, yeah, we want people fired, whatnot, but I, I got a few different things. And now I, I'm one to, to quickly say, listen. You know, oh, you know, people don't say, well, that was that person's livelihood. They don't deserve, they made a decision. They got to live with it. Bottom line, I don't, I don't care about it. You know what I mean? Because if I make a decision, if I lose my job, nobody going to care. Because I made a decision that, that reflected or, you know what I'm saying, showed me in a different light that caused me to lose it. So I, I don't have no sympathy to that. But my thing is, in a situation like this, Unless a, a person, you know, that works with him does a whistleblowing, you know what I'm saying, activity, you have no way of knowing who's behind that costume. So for them to say they fired the person or got rid of the individual, you will never truly know. Long as they're one employee shorter than what they was yesterday, problem was resolved. It could have been somebody who just showed up late for work or did their third no call, no show. You would never truly know. Mm. So therefore, in certain situations like that, you have to accept, you know what I'm saying, that there may not be the exact outcome that you want out that situation. But in result, something needs to be done. You know what I mean? And, and truthfully, what should be done is should nobody visit the dang on park. You know what I'm saying? For until from now until next season. And maybe they would think about how that employee negatively reflected him. But we know that's far few in between and very hard to do. So well, no, I mean, you really saying that really just kind of crystallized it for me in a way that I mean we kind of talked about it, but it really just makes it plain. Any old Joe Schmo behind behind a mask or behind a costume essentially right yeah. so to your point they could have said this person has been terminated and that could have not been true right, right. but also like it's a it's a person in a costume you can replace that no problem you can replace that easily easily back to like my time working at Cedar Point the person coming out as Charlie Brown <laughs> would be out there for 20 minutes as Charlie Brown to take a picture and hug your kids. <laughs> Go cool off. Have to take it off that hot costume. Get a bottle of water in their system real quick and they come back out and they would be Snoopy. <laughs> like, do the same thing for 20 minutes. Come back out and be Lucy. So yeah. like, and and then like Rosita ain't nobody. If Ro- if you don't never see Rosita again, you're going to be ain't like, nobody going to complain. Right? right? So to make that just really crystallizes for me 
the effort that it takes to excuse racism versus getting rid of that person was the easy thing to do. Way easy. But it's also easy to just sweep it under the rug and say sorry, shuffle things around because nobody, you know what I mean? And, that, and that's probably how we went back to the office. Hey, we just got a video of you the other day. You know what I'm saying? When you did this, we got it on camera. We're going to say this here. It'll be fine. We're probably going to move you to a different department. You'll be over gangs now. You know what I mean? And boom. Case closed. That's just... And, wow. and you will never know. So things like that, you know what I'm saying, can be done. Just like, you know, on the vice versa end, you know, people, you know, do inappropriate things when they're in them costumes and you never can pinpoint who it is. There's really no way. Even, yeah. even if you do an investigation, they got to tell another, you know, that whoever doing the investigation, who's in that costume. They can say whoever they want. Whoever they want. Yeah. Man, no, I mean, you really just, like, got my brain thinking of just, like, I knew it was just, like, it was just, like, at first to me, it was just stupid that they were just making an excuse, but, like, when I really think about the way you said it, it was it's actually kind of disgusting that they made that excuse. Not kind of, it's it is. Very, that's why. Disgusting. That's why I'm like, is it is mind boggling to me? Because like, <laughs> I, I was I've been at Cedar Point. I've been at Disney. I've been to Six Flags. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been in these parks, and it's not a notion that you need somebody to tell you, or you need to have people that work inside. You can tell by the way they try to cater and do for you. This is, you know, what I'm saying the Chick Fil A of a park. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have a choice. We must make sure you have a great day. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not like you go to your job and be like, you know, I don't feel like working today, so I'm going to half-ass it. And you get away with it. You don't, you know what I mean? You don't get away with it in them parks. It is, it's like a big plantation, for real. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> my bad, big dog. But true story, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you muted yourself so I can't hear shit you just said. You ain't deserve to say it. God don't like ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you went the fuck in real quick. I was just saying that once again, the, the views expressed by Fred Scott are only Fred Scott's. They do not represent what's happening. They do not represent Brad Robinson. <laughs> I get. I mean, I get you. You loved it. It was a great job to have in young years. I worked in the games department. My job was dope. I can't speak for the people working in, in them in them hundred and ninety trillion degree air fry, uh, fryers for French fries and fried cheese. I can't speak for them folks. But working in the games department, that job was smooth as Tennessee whiskey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was smooth for you. Cause I know a cat who it wasn't smooth for. You know what I'm saying? Like so. It it just depends. But on the on the back end, you know what I'm saying, some employees ain't ain't good to be there either. You know what I mean? Like yeah. but yeah. I mean hey, if you if you look at the tactics, it's plantation tactics. They got a whole bunch of y'all, each one of y'all picking cotton. If you disagree, 
you ain't got no job, you ain't finna have no housing, like you are the home of your mama for the summer. It's a wrap. <laughs> Only difference is plantation style, you want to go on home to your mama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's I think that's a good spot to end it right there. <laughs> Hey, I'm just saying. Yeah. If you like what <laughs> Hey, bro, here, like, it's a wrap. Follow us on social media at What's Happening. We're on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, the way it's spelled on your phone, W-H-U-S-H-A-T-T-N-I-N. Follow Fred at Mr. Humble underscore beginnings on Instagram. You can also follow him on Facebook. He has a trillion followers at this point. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Facebook, on Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram. Uh, Brad Robinson, 1986. Uh, Twitter is just Brad Robinson, 86. Everything else is 1986. Follow me, follow Fred, follow the show. Uh, follow us on your preferred podcast app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us there. Leave us a five-star uh, rating and review. Love is a verb, so if you like what we do, share the show out with a friend, with a bunch of friends to help us grow the show. Um, I know we've had a lot of guests this last, you know, four or five weeks. We had uh, AG2G. We had Mike E. We had Nina and Reggie. Uh, we've been giving you a whole lot of heat these, these last few weeks. I hope y'all don't mind us just going back to just just the original two, just the homies. But uh, we got more heat for you guys the rest of the summer. And I mentioned this before a few uh, months ago, but you know our one year anniversary is coming soon, and I want to do an Ask Us Anything episode. So if you guys have questions you want to ask us regarding anything, ask us anything. Message us, uh, slide into DMs on uh, Facebook. Fred and I both have access to that, or send us an email. What's happening at gmail.com? I ain't got nothing else. I think we done, bro. Yeah. Uh, I was going to add something, too. And I think I forgot it. It was something right before you said something about to ask me anything. I was going to add anything to tell it. Let's well, go. Maybe for the next episode. Oh, never mind. I ain't even going to do it to you. That's good. Let it ride to the next episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nah, I was gonna. I mean, I, I look. You want some input about? I, I know you kind of in the in the ups and downs about having a, a second. You know, saying what's happening. So, you know what I mean. Well, well, we'll, we'll talk about that off air. <laughs> <Told> you. <laughs> now I gotta edit. All right, y'all, y'all be smooth. Y'all have a good one. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. <laughs> You do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you, too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking design just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC.